Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Tom. And this is the Train Professionals Podcast. What's crack a lacking? We're back. I got my boy Steve here. We're going to do some uh, week three preview. We're going to talk about the NFL. Dolphins Jaguars game. It's a good one. Not really. Not really. No, it's really not that good. But we're not going to start with that. That's later on. Right now, we're going to talk about our professional opinions. Meaning, we're going to talk about who's kind of overrated and underrated in our opinions. Tom, you want to start off? I don't like the Cowboys. But even if I didn't, like even if I liked the Cowboys, I wouldn't say that they're a good team. Yeah, and people you. still say that they're a good team. They're one and they, one. They beat they're, the Falcons, man. They beat the Falcons, and they're one and one. And then they lost to the Rams, who are pretty good. Pretty good, but they're really good. They're they're pretty good. They're not. They're top, definitely top half of the league for sure. I don't know about top ten. I'd put them at like eleven, probably. I think you come on here just every single time and just talk about the Cowboys. I, what else is there to talk about? You know? That's true because because uh, yeah, I mean, here's the thing: they force our hands. In the media, I mean, when they say the Cowboys are so good and all of this, and there's so much chatter about it, you you, you got to say something. You can't just be silent. But it's not just the Cowboys, man. It's the entire NFC East, besides the football team. Besides the football team, of the football team. No. Maybe besides the Giants, right? But the fact that people are still picking the Eagles to win a single game this season, it's just mind-blowing to me. The Eagles? You mean the Cowboys? No, the Eagles. Oh. I mean, they're overhyped too, man. They're overhyped too. Just well, There's our guest there. My dog, Bandit. Hey, buddy. Oh, get, oh, get away Jesus. from the mic. Get, get away from the mic. All right, go lie down. Go lie down. Go over there. All right. Go lie down. Shh. Oh, I got him hyped up. All right. Our guest is going to be leaving now. Come on, Bandit. Let's go. Hi, Bandit. All right. Yes, the Eagles are very overhyped, and so are the Cowboys. I was part of the Eagles hype train. I mean, it just seemed like kind of things were lining up. They they won the Super Bowl, like, how many years ago? Like, three now? Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time ago, though. Yeah, but they still won the Super Bowl. I mean, that what a fall from grace. Let me just say. Wait, who they, won the Super Bowl? Was it Carson Wentz, or was it the the big man? The big man? Uh, Nicholas? The Nine Inch Wonder, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Nicholas, but I, Carson Wentz got him there. And now he's making real bad mistakes. Well, Carson Wentz wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. Maybe yeah. he would have. I mean, people were talking about him for MVP that season. Yeah, but honestly, though, I would say Nick Foles was the MVP of that season for them. I mean, right? they, he was the MVP of the postseason, obviously. But throughout the season, Carson Wentz was performing at a very, very high level. But I think this is part of team chemistry. You can't see it. You can only see numbers and what people are doing, really. Team chemistry is very, very important. And I think that the Eagles kind of lost sight of that now that their franchise quarterback has kind of been talked about as not a team player. Aaron Rodgers isn't a team player, but they make it work because they listen to him over there. That's kind of their dynamic. 
I don't think the Eagles had really a dynamic coming in. I think Carson Wentz was kind of probably a little more humble three years ago because this was like his second year and he hadn't really proven himself yet. But yeah. Now he's just like a cocky bastard, though. I think he's the. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. He's really just not. He's really not that good. He actually, uh, I think he's last in the NFL in passer rating right now. Good. All right. We've been talking too much about that division because. They're, they're really, we really don't need to talk about them too much. All right. Number one for me, the Raiders are good. Now, good meaning that they're definitely top half of the league. Like better than the Bills good. I'm not even going to address that. <laughs> they, really, all of the AFC West, really, I think that they are so good that the Chargers, the Raiders... And Broncos. The, yeah, the Broncos. Well, not anymore, really. But if they had Drew Locke still, they could have just taken all three wild card spots this year because they're they're really just so good. How about Tyrod Taylor? Did you hear about that? What he he almost died. No, the doctor. No, 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 not the doctor. Did you, you hear about they the almost doctor? Killed Tyrod. Did you hear about that though? No, I didn't hear about that. So so. Tyrod was getting... He had a cracked rib. Yeah, I heard. And the doctor gave him an injection and punctured his lung. <laughs> Can you imagine that? My so now gosh. He's, he's double injured. Yeah. Well, like, he... I. The funny part about this is he didn't notice that his lung was punctured until he, like, got out on the field. And then he was like, hey, coach, you know, I'm starting to have some chest problems. But, yeah, that's insane. Uh, the Chargers have... I heard that the old doctor for the Chargers had, like, 108 prescriptions written for himself. I'm going to go out on a limb here. He had so many DUIs, and he lost his, like, surgical license in 2013. It's ridiculous. He got fired, I think. But this new doctor doesn't seem to be working out any better. But I'm just saying, out on a limb, okay? Yeah. Chargers organization intentionally punctured Tyrod Taylor's <laughs> lung in order to no, get Justin Herbert in no, the game. No, Because Tyrod Taylor Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn is part of the Bills coaching tree, so I can't talk bad about him. He's a, he's a good guy. He's not the best coach, though. Well, he's a pretty that. good coach. He When when he took over for OC in, the, in uh, Buffalo, that was pretty insane. Anyways, the Raiders are good. They just beat the Saints and they're 2 and 0. Who's their who's their first opponent? The Panthers. The Panthers, that's right. They absolutely destroyed the Panthers. Not that great of an opponent. I actually forgot because really I, I was just writing them down and then it was kind of in the back of my mind, but th- that it was just a bad team they beat week 1, but they just beat the Saints and they I think that advantage of the Saints. They didn't just beat them. It was kind of predictable though, you know, new stadium, Michael Thomas is out, six stadium. Six Stadium, very six Stadium, Death Star. Uh, yeah, and I think Derek Carr is playing at a level that he used to play at now. There was talk about him not being the franchise quarterback, but yeah, uh, and I think that the Saints really miss Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is very underrated uh, still, even after he got all of those catches and everything. He's still very underrated, in my opinion. I don't think so at all, but... Jared Goff, my man, he is underrated. Jared Definitely. Goff, my man, is not underrated. <laughs> He's going to wipe the floor with the Bills this weekend. Yeah. All right. Sure, Slaughter pal. them. All right. We, we could talk about that later. but 300 um, yards, maybe. Two touchdowns. That's that a good pass. That would still Tyler be, Higby is such a dog. That dude. would still be less. I heard a statistic about Jared Goff that uh, they have 
I think 6% of their throwing plays were deep shots, which uh, ranks 26th in the NFL. He's He doesn't have an arm, dude. He literally just does check down passes. That's all he does. Nah, that's not true. Yeah, he doesn't have an arm. He Or at least if he does, he doesn't Josh use Allen it. Josh doesn't have an arm. He is 11 for 12 on deep shots. All right, on passes 20 yards plus. Against the Dolphins and the Jets. All right. Lamar Jackson, I'm not going to get into it, but that's then the whole narrative about Josh Allen is the Dolphins and the Jets. Just just look at last year with Lamar Jackson versus the Dolphins and that that that'll that's that's my case. That's it. All right. Uh, Bill's guy here. Stefan Diggs is very good. He leads the league in receiving yards. He is an absolute weapon. And to prove this even further, you see how the Vikings are starting out without him. I have, I think that I was listening to a podcast today that some guy was saying that he was getting Twitter DMs saying that Justin Jefferson was going to replace Stefan Diggs and be even better than him. It might happen. <laughs> yeah, but Kirk Cousins can. Throw I mean, the this ball. year, this year, this year, literally this year. Okay, sure, he might be. I don't think he will be, but I think that Stefan Diggs would have been a first round receiver if he didn't go to UMD. Hundred percent. If he he got offers other places, he chose to stay local. He's good, right? But yeah. just remember, who have they played the first two weeks? What? Uh, Xavier Howard, Noah Igbenogany, and a Greg Williams defense. Okay, so there's one good corner on each defense, right? So there's no good corners on the Jets, to be fair. Okay, one good or three good corners on the Dolphins. Yeah, one of them got injured, so yeah, you could say all of this, but guess what? Josh Allen is spreading the love around to all of his receivers, so. But it's also not like Justin Jefferson's fault that he's not performing to that level yet. Oh, but Stephon Diggs. Because Kirk Cousins throws for 113 yards and three interceptions. Did that happen last year with Stephon Diggs? Uh, a couple times. That's probably. my point. That is my point. Not not anything like this. They are really missing him, and it's showing. 100%. I mean, you might be right. I don't know. Yeah, and I think that Kirk Cousins... All this talk about Adam Thielen being the best receiver on the team from him... Oh, easily. That's that's ridiculous. He was better than Stefan Diggs by far. Nope. Yes. Um... <laughs> if he that were true, was. they would actually still be good. You stack them up together, and Adam Thielen is the better receiver. Yeah, no. Adam Thielen is just not He's a better bad. route runner. Nope. Catches more balls. Nope. Goes for more yards. Nope. Yes. He, All of this is listen, true. Kirk Cousins didn't give Stefan Diggs the amount of targets that he really deserves. He targeted Adam Thielen much more. Stefan Diggs is getting unleashed. Right now, he's on a projection to go for 1,928 yards or something like that. Okay. That's you know that, why he's on that crazy. projection though. Because we're good. That's because why. you played the Dolphins and the Jets. All right. I'll tell you what though. The Dolphins and the Jets might not be good, but that's what good teams are supposed to do. Jalen Ramsey's going to shut down Stephon this weekend. Doesn't matter. We still have John Brown and Cole Beasley. I almost said Joel Beasley. I mean... John Brown and Cole Beasley. Yeah. He's not going to be on a trajectory for 1,900 Who's their other corner? You can't name them because they're second. You can't even name their safeties. They're not not good. They have Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Who else do they have on that defense? Well, Aaron Donald counts as like a 
whole defense. No, line. he doesn't. Listen, he gets double teams, and then that's it. There's literally no one on the defensive line. line. Yeah. Oh, we've been playing insane against the Dolphins and the Jets, but oh come on, the Dolphins actually have a de- decent defensive line, and the Jets are very good run stopping defense, and <laughs> you know, yeah, very good run stopping. And Greg Williams is actually joke, a but... semi decent uh, defensive coordinator. I'm not defending no, them as not. good teams. Yes, no, they are. Not. Yes, it's a football yes, he team. Is. He was on the football team for years and years. What? He couldn't do anything. He oh, couldn't do on. anything. He got man. the Saints to the Super Bowl. Then then there was Bounty Gate, but still he did it. He got the Saints to the Super Bowl because we, okay, th- they were in, absolutely considered as an amazing defense. They had talent on defense though. Yeah, and Greg right. Williams was able to use it. The Jets don't have any talent, and he still made them like a top ten defense last year. I don't think they were a top ten defense. They were. They literally were. And you say their running defense is good. Did yeah. you see last week? Did you see how wide open they were? Did you see all the holes, even with all the injuries on the Yeah, they 49ers? normally they normally are good. I mean Raheem Mostert ran for a he ran at the highest speed in next gen stat history, which is like back to like the early twenty tens. Like over ten years, the best athletes have been playing in the NFL and he ran the fastest. So I'm just I'm just saying they're a very good run team. And I think the 49ers are yeah, they're a very good run team. All right. We've completely gotten off track. What's your third? Oh, the Bills and Josh Allen are overrated. <laughs> Oh, we've been we talking about, about that. We've already been kind we of talking talk about it some more, huh? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So, so let's just think about it. Just put it in perspective, okay? I actually didn't know he had this written down, so now I can really unleash. So, who did they play the first week? Just just who did they play? Um who's their quarterback? Let's just start with that. Samuel Darnold. Who's a good cornerback? The motto man? Yeah. Good quarterback. Yeah, who does he have to throw to? I, if you Jameson want, Crowder. if you want an example of how to ruin your young quarterback, just look at the Jets. They've provided him with no. I think help. he's talented. Yes, oh. but is their team good? No. Okay, who did they play the second week? Miami Dolphins. Who's their quarterback? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who can turn it on? Some points, you know. He's very good. But they're relying on him now. That's yeah. when he doesn't perform. Yeah. When people rely on him. Yeah. When he just comes in. The magic starts. Yeah, exactly. They're not exactly relying on him. But how can you say the Bills are not overrated when they're sixth in the power so, rankings and they almost lost to the Dolphins? The Dolphins were beating them. You can win. So are you telling me that you can win two games after being ranked sixth in the power rankings and go down still? No. So they came in at sixth. And now you're saying that they're being overrated even though they haven't moved whatsoever in the power rankings? No, I'm saying you are overrating them. Oh, come on, pal. Listen, I, I'm i not overrating them. I'm just happy about what's been going on. We never did this before. I know you're happy about your success, but you're go, you're getting a little too overhyped. You think that they're going to go, you know, 11 and 5, maybe. That's a that's not even that great of a record. Like really. That is a great record. Are that's you really kidding? that's really not that's two off of 9 and 7. Okay? That's what you have the Washington football team going. That's really not will. that good. And besides, we do have a hard schedule to be fair, but that's a perfectly reasonable record. Right now, honestly, well, there's okay, so teams have gone up and down, so really it kind of is a wash, so I'm sticking with 11 and 5. Okay. But if Josh Allen keeps playing like this, 
the Rams is a good lit- litmus test this weekend. So when they lose this weekend, though, you will be upset. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> who doesn't get upset when their favorite football team loses? Besides, this yes, is kind of a, at this point, it's a matter of pride for me. Can you accept the fact? Okay, so that they're overhyped. So if they lose to the Rams this weekend. I never understood Josh Allen haters, right? Or Josh Allen haters, they die on the fence of Josh Allen sucks. When you die, when you have that opinion about anybody who isn't fully developed yet then you kind of don't leave much room for yourself if he does develop. Okay. If you say that Lamar Jackson is not clutch, he's okay. Then so Josh Allen is the least clutch quarterback. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me look up a statistic for you, okay? I think Josh Allen has like 11 fourth quarter comebacks. Right. And is Lamar Jackson still a project? No. No. No, not he just won project? MVP. Okay, but you wouldn't say he's a project? No. Right? How many how many years has he been in the league? This is his third year. How many years has Josh Allen been in the league? This is his third year. Yeah, so but who's jo- more of a project? How many reps more did Lamar Jackson have at Louisville? Oh, probably a decent. A actually, lot. no. Actually, a no. Lot. I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so. A actually. lot more. Right? Because he had that one season. He had that one season. Yeah, where and, he, just he, went and he was still. The and starter. then he had the, the next season. He yeah. played decent, but he didn't play it to the level he played the year before. And that's two years, right? Josh Allen How many a, years did did Josh Allen Josh play Allen was at JUCO before that, okay? How many years he did Josh a, Allen start at Wyoming, though? Two. The same amount as Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but he had probably had way less reps, okay? And Lamar Jackson was used to the college-style offense. And they put him in, and they, were, they said, hey, you got to throw more. And he adjusted. And now he's a great thrower. He's not that good of a thrower. Yeah, he's think. a great thrower. I mean, like, he's not that good. He's a good rushing quarterback, sure, and he throws really well. But he had, like, a 9% touchdown rate last year, which is absolutely insane. Anyways, people are saying that Josh Allen played against the Jets and the Dolphins. Who did Lamar Jackson play against last year and was considered an MVP conversations over the first two weeks? He played the Miami Dolphins, who were even worse last year than they are this year. Yes, People but were saying that they were going to go beat them 31 to 28. He didn't beat them 31 to 28. So, he beat them. I'm, he blew them out. Right? Another counterpoint to that: we were missing two linebackers, our two starting linebackers, who are very key pieces of the defense in Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano. Those guys literally are able to guard tight ends and slot receivers. But if you have so much depth on defense, it shouldn't make a difference. We didn't have linebacker depth. That's you the shouldn't thing. let the Dolphins put up twenty-eight points on you if your defense is so good. We okay. We're not good without those two. Obviously, we had AJ Klein and Tyrell Dodson starting for us. That's that's not good. We didn't have good linebacker depth going into the season. If this was an all-Bills podcast, you would have already known that, but I didn't talk about that because it's a general NFL podcast. But the thing is, we didn't have great linebacker depth. And we had a problem at CB2 with Levi Wallace, who got absolutely targeted during that game. So don't say that it's Josh Allen's fault because the Dolphins put up so many points. It's that the Dolphins were able to steamroll a Bills defense that has a very serious problem at cornerback two, and we're missing two of their key starters. So they're overrated. <laughs> they're not overrated, though. Yes. How are they overrated because so two saying, of their okay, starters so are injured? The, the That's offense, the same argument the you have performs. for the Washington football team being so good against the Eagles we have after more they depth. have so many injuries. We have injuries. more depth than the Bills at linebacker. 
That's crazy. And no, you're you saying don't. that your team is going to take over and your team's going to go 11 and 5 yeah. on just the arm of Josh Allen? That's insane, man. That's absolutely crazy. How right? is that absolutely because insane? Because he just okay, did it against the Dolphins. The Bills' trademark last year was their defense, right? Their defense was really good. Yeah, and right? we can still we can change you it only, into an if offense. If you only put up 31 points, we can against change the, it. If you only can... put up 31 points against the Dolphins. Oh, only right? 31. Only 31 against the Dolphins. Against Remember, the... You should put up more if your he offense is so good. He threw for four touchdowns and four. 417 so yards. Right? How can you say that's a bad game? If you only put up 31 points against the oh Dolphins, gosh, right? And your dude, defense lets up 28 points, and the score is 31 to 28 against the Dolphins, you should be scared for also, the rest of the season. All right. There was also like major home field advantage for the Dolphins, anyways. But major. I, oh, come on. There was a there was literally a delay in the middle of the third quarter for lightning. And then the Dolphins were able to go into their nice locker rooms while the Bills had to go into their visiting locker rooms. And besides, the Bills do have an issue with halftime adjustments. I hope that changes, but they're not... Okay, they're not overrated because they haven't been rated at all up or down. They've stayed the same as in the NFL power rankings, at least. You are overrating them, though. <sighs> Just admit it, man. No, I'm really not, okay? Listen... All right. I'm going to die on this hill. They're going to beat the Rams this weekend. I'm dying on that hill. They're not. It's stars and scrubs, bro. You have John Brown on your fantasy team. How good is he doing? I think it's been like 10 points a game. (laughs) We can check that, but it's definitely more. It's not. So far through the season, right? He caught, he's caught two touchdowns and had, like, a lot of yards and a lot of receptions. Anyways, uh, yeah, we have Cole Beasley, John Brown, and Stefan Diggs. Sure, they have Jalen Ramsey, but I think Stefan Diggs can handle him just fine. They're, they're going to put him on an island. But even still, we have two very good receivers still. One of them being was a 1,000-yard receiver last year with apparently Josh Allen being be bad, being bad, right? Which he was. He was average. And he is going to be against some scrub corner that no one even knows. I don't even know his name. Who's he even going up against? No one knows. You know why? Because they don't have defensive depth on the Rams. We okay. can talk about this more in our game picks, but... Um, but okay, so you say Lamar Jackson is a project. I just want to go back to this, he, right? I never then, said he was a project. No, well, you say okay. I said Josh Allen was. Oh, wait, a project. sorry, sorry. You say Lamar Jackson is not clutch. How is he clutch? Tell me how okay, he's clutch. I'm not saying he's clutch. How is he right? clutch? I'm not saying he's clutch. So I'm just saying that I'm, he's not. You can't say that Josh Allen is anywhere near to as clutch as how is Lamar he, Jackson. So is, with right? with like 11 fourth quarter comebacks, that doesn't count for anything in your mind. I mean, when you lateral the ball in your first, like, you have a chance to go somewhere. Yeah, Lamar Jackson lost his first two playoff games. I mean, yeah, but... Outright. He wasn't clutch. Yeah, Josh Allen did bad, but... Josh Allen uh, had and besides, a we didn't. Be everyone talks about that lateral. We didn't even lose the ball on that. All right. And besides, you it was one. It was yards. one because of an insane Deshaun Watson play. Yes, better quarterback play would have so won Deshaun that game. Deshaun Watson is more clutch than Josh Allen. No, that's not true. I mean, he proved it. They were up twenty-four to zero on the Chiefs and still lost. That's not clutch. He was clutch against the Bills. He that wasn't clutch. All right, yeah, that was clutch, but. And Josh Allen couldn't be that. Josh Allen couldn't be that in his first playoff game. Deshaun Watson had, like, two playoff appearances before that anyways. I think you should be scared for the rest of the season, though. I'm not. That's all I have. Do you have anything else? No. All right. That was very heated. Um, We're going to come back to you with our Dolphins versus Jags preview.
we're back with our Thursday night football preview. We have Dolphins versus Jags. Yeah. This is a... I actually... Okay, I think this is going to be a pretty entertaining game. You're probably hearing this tomorrow morning when the Jags already have won it. But uh, we got some notes about this game. Injury report. DJ Chark is out for this game. He was questionable kind of going into it, and uh, he's officially out for the game. And the Jaguars center, Brandon Linder, is out. Uh, I don't know how good of a center he is. I really don't know anything about Brandon Linder. I just know that the center position is pretty important on an offensive line. So, And for the Dolphins, uh, their major injury is Byron Jones. He's out for this game. Uh, for my score, I have the Jags winning 24-7. to uh, What's your score? I have the Jaguars winning 42-13. to The Dolphins really aren't that bad, dude. I mean, uh, Fitzpa- you would like Fitzpatrick, to that, No, no, no. Right? Fitzpatrick just put up 300 yards on a very good defense. So, Very good? Yeah, very good defense. Well, but still, I think Gardner Minshew is the narrative in this game. I think if he goes off... They'll continue to have faith in him. He he's been going season. off though. That's the thing. I yeah, mean, but if he goes, like, he's, he's he has a hype train behind him now. But the Dolphins' defense is a lot of pressure on pretty, Minshew though. Pretty right? okay. They're not that great. So he's gone up. He beat the Colts' defense, who is very good, and almost he he almost clutched up against the Tennessee Titans' defense, which is not that great. They're average, I'd say. But thirty-three to thirty really is a close game. So I think that that game, yeah, Gardner Minshew has been playing out of his mind. I think he's going to go for like a 90, in the 90s, like completion percentage. That's crazy. No, that's, that's an, that, I mean, how many pass attempts is he going to have? Though? 28. He's going to go 26 for 28. That's that's crazy, dude. Yeah, that, no, I that's, think, that's, I think that's pretty a, good, man. That's an absolutely Four touchdowns and 350 yards. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Without Chark, too. I'm not there yet. Really, I'm not there yet because I think that the Dolphins have good two very good corners. If they uh, win tonight, I might just switch to the Jaguars as my home team. <laughs> Florida State kind of vibe. I mean, I mean that's close enough, right? Right. Cousins at the game tonight, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, I mean, big stone. My player to watch tonight is Lavisca Chenault. I've, I've probably talked about him for like three weeks in a row now, but. Chark is out, and Byron Jones is out. So it's not like Chark is out and he has to go against a very good corner. It's that Chark is out and their number one corner is out too. So who else is he going to target there? D.D. Westbrook? Eh. But Chenault has caught two touchdowns in two games so far. I I have him absolutely going off. No one no one's expecting this, but just watch. One hundred plus yards and two touchdowns. Wow. That's crazy, I know. But just you're gonna be listening to this tomorrow morning, you're gonna be like, Wow, Steven guessed about Lavisca Chenault. Uh I got one more guy kinda to watch. James Robinson, who's been playing absolutely out of his mind for the past couple of weeks. I think that he should take advantage of a not very good Dolphins run games, so I think it's going to be a, uh, a healthy sort of combination between running and passing. Uh, Jay Gruden's been really good as offensive coordinator. <laughs> he really has. Jay Gruden. He's been really good as offensive Young coordinator. Bodies and big doinks. <laughs> big J. Oh my gosh. Oh, did you hear about that? I told you about that whole thing with Capri Bibbs, right? Oh my gosh. That's Jay Gruden is the reason that Alex Smith almost died. Think about that. Moving on. 
What what's your narrative for tonight? No, I just told you, man. Big Minshew. Oh, I mean, so your player watches your kind of your narrative? Yes, exactly. Okay, I mean well, that's like the whole narrative. I think everyone is saying that, right? Yeah, of course. Well, he's been going off. I think that he's just gonna. He's I, I think man. he's gonna sustain it. Definitely, dude. I, I I'm not with you. I'm not there at ninety percent completion percentage. But I think you gotta have you gotta go all in. You know, you gotta have some faith in the guy. I think that he's, he's guy, really gonna have a good game. Maybe two hundred fifty plus passing yards. 100 of which going to the Chenault. Uh, my narrative is, when will Tua Tungavailoa go in? Simple mm. as that. He is Second going half. in He is going in, in this game, 100%. <laughs> I say he starts. And besides, why would... All right, in today's NFL, why would you keep him on the bench? It makes no sense. But you have Ryan Fitzpatrick as your starter. Baptism by fire is definitely the best way to But do let it. Ryan mentor him, dude. You know Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's yeah. been around the league. He's been on the Bills. <laughs> yes. Big contract. He was good on the Bills. No, no. He was, he was good until he got paid. Yes, exactly. See, that's the thing. Exactly. The that's, man is a is legend until he gets paid, That's dude. right. That's right. But, yeah. It makes no sense to me to keep Tua out at this point. You want him to have playing experience and you want to be able to assess quickly enough. I'm pretty sure the Dolphins probably know this, that you want to be able to assess whether or not this guy is going to be the guy, whether or not he's going to be very good. And you want to dump him before you get to that kind of fifth-year uh, fifth option sort of teetering. And you want to figure it out fast. And you and I think that they have the weapons to do it quick enough to just eliminate the variable of Tua. So they should throw him in and kind of just let him sink or swim. They're 0-2 at this point. What's their expectations? You might as well do it, right? I think that Tua is going to actually do very well in this game. You don't want him to get injured, though. I mean, he's, he's so not, prone. He's not that prone. He had yeah, one yeah, bad he injury. He, he had one bad injury in college. But that's like something that can be re-aggravated very quickly. Like a he's recovered. Injury. He's recovered, hundred percent. I think he's better than Joe I mean, Burrow. I hope so. I like the guy. Which kind of, which really stinks because I'm a Bills fan and he's just gonna. Tua is gonna terrorize the AFC East for years. So I think Joe Burrow is easily better than Tua Tagovailoa, though. That's a debate for later. I think Trevor Lawrence is better than Tua. Already. No, no. Trevor Lawrence is so overrated. He's not, though. He really is. I, I, oh my gosh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he's a system quarterback. <laughs> what does that even mean, dog? Uh, I told you we're going to have a whole podcast about this sometime, right. but we're saving that for later. You got anything else for this game? No, man. All right. Uh, kind of a boring game, but you know what? Uh, actually, I don't think it'll be boring. I think it'll be kind of exciting if the scores kind of get racked up. Yeah, Fitz Magic, he can generate some scores, and I think that Tua won't go in if he's able to sustain the sort of Fitz Magic that he's been having, kind of. Uh, high octane offenses kind of going at it against bad defenses. In my, that's kind of high kinda, octane offense. Not high octane, but like average high, offense is going against terrible defenses. Yeah, and it's like what the Jags have in the Jags have been high octane. Well, yeah. All right. That's going to do it for our Thursday night preview. We'll come back to you with fantasy advice from the professionals. All right, we're back with our fantasy picks. This is interesting. I got a uh, fantasy advice from the professionals. Fantasy advice, sorry. 
Excuse me. Fantasy advice from the professionals. I think you're off intros after this one. Uh, <laughs> you, you lost it. You lost it. That wasn't too bad. No. All right. Terry McLaurin. I know you don't like him. I have him on some of my teams. But he's going to go off this weekend, man. Against just, the Browns? Yes, against the Browns. Uh, Blaine is not good. He's good enough. <laughs> okay? That's all we need. All right. Yeah. And uh, for an elite receiver like I think Terry. I'm with you. I, th- I think I'm there. Yeah. Terry McLaurin? I'm saying like 100 yards, maybe a touchdown. Would so you say he's 15 a 15 mu- points. So you're saying he's a must start? Yeah, this week. I'd say he's a must start. Do you have him in your lineup? Uh, no. <laughs> Actually, you, maybe I do. Do you own him? Yeah, check that out. Do you own him? I might. I think you do. I think you totally wanted him, so you picked him up. But, yeah. That's a good pickup. Uh, I'm. See, the thing is, on my main fantasy league, I have him on my team, but I have uh, DK Metcalf and Deontay Johnson ahead of him. And then Deontay I have DJ Johnson. I also. Dude. He, One game, man. No, he had the highest uh, target share on uh, the first game too. But he's a good he's a good punt returner. The punt returners don't count for anything. They should. No, 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 because then you have like random people like like remember when Pharaoh Cooper was on the Rams and he was really good at punt returns. Yeah. Then you have people like that, and it's not even like it doesn't even matter at that point. You're just picking up like the best punt returner kind of scrubs. Yeah. Well, not anymore. I don't think. Who? Deontay Johnson. I'm saying. Maybe. He's quick. He's elusive. I might be there with you. Uh, I, I really... To be honest... Oh, Andre Roberts of the Bills. Easily. Yeah, sorry. He's the best kick returner. And punt returner. No. He had like... Against the Jets, he had like a 24... Against the Jets. Who had who just drafted Braden Mann, who was the best punter this year. All right. Out of Who's Texas a special teams, though, that can stop him, you know? Like, okay. He's and, a rookie punter. Yeah, but he's able to pin him back deep normally, but... Andre Roberts was just kind of dipping and diving through uh, through tackles. Anyways, definitely best punt and kick returner in the league. Yeah, I'm with you on Terry. Uh, who is the, they got a Ward? I think or who is it? Greedy Williams, I think, right? And then Denzel, Denzel Ward. Ward, who isn't that bad? He's pretty Actually, good. those guys. I mean, they haven't been playing too great, but it's the Browns. So I think I might be with you on uh, Terry, but. All right. First guy I have, Jonathan Taylor, is a must uh, start in your fantasy league. He's, at this point, I'd be rating him as an RB1. Uh, He is going to go against the Jets, first of all. Very good matchup. And he got, like, I think 40-plus of the snaps uh, in the Colts game. And get, get this, like, Naheem Hines had... Nine snaps, I think, or I think he had seven snaps, and then Jordan Wilkins had nine snaps, and then Jonathan Taylor had forty plus. He is the bell cow right now. Now that Marlon Mack is out of the way, he is going to perform. I think that he's going to have a better year than Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Now, uh, I didn't think that before because Marlon Mack was he was still a part of the mix in Indianapolis, but now Jonathan Taylor is going to eat. I hope so. I like Jonathan Taylor. I I'm do too. I wanted the Bills to draft him. Oh, uh, he went. He went early, but stuck with Devin Singletary. No, we got Zach Moss this year. Oh, true. Yeah. Uh, Hayden Hurst. High on him. I think we'll go for ninety yards and a reception t- touchdown this week. I actually dropped him in like a lot of my leagues and picked up Dallas Goddard. That's a unfortunate mistake. I think it might be honestly, but here's I mean, who's going to throw Dallas Goddard at the ball. Here's my line of thinking. <laughs> 
Jalen Hurts. Uh, here's my line of thinking. Doug Peters and this that, that point doesn't even matter who the quarterback is. I heard there was a guy on Barstool. He was like, <laughs> someone asked uh, this Philadelphia Eagles fan. He was like, who would you want at starting at quarterback, Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts? And he's like, literally, we could throw anybody back there and nothing's going to help. <laughs> he might be right. <laughs> really, I think if you had Patrick Mahomes on that team, it really, I don't think you could do much about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They have, Dallas Goddard's not bad, though. No, he's not. Uh, they were talking about trading Zach Ertz. I was gonna. I, I think I said that maybe a couple weeks ago, but they never did it. So, but yeah, Dallas Goddard is definitely. I think he's a good option. Anyways, continue about Hayden Hurst. Inform the audience. I just think he's good, and I thought so too. The Falcons. Okay, so people and, are gonna understand like the Falcons' offense, right? Because you got to lock down Calvin Ridley and uh, Julio Jones. Uh, right? Julio kind of had a bad game, but. But still, you got to lock down those two. For right? sure. Then who's oh, open? Yeah. Hayden Hurst, right? He was the second tight end. But you end. have Russell Gage on that team, too, who's been kind of going off a little. They're wide receiver three. Sure, but this week, I think Hayden Hurst is going to go off. Who are they playing? I think they play... Yeah, they play the Bears. So they're playing the Bears this week. Oh, yeah. He's... Yeah, I'm with you 100%. So Eddie Jackson's on Julio Jones, obviously. Hayden's, Hayden Hurst is a tight end one. Yeah. I mean, he's a tight end two on the Ravens, but that's just that just goes to show how much depth they have, you know? Well, they had depth at their tight end. They didn't have any receivers. Hollywood Brown is underrated. He's dude. been kind of going off a little, yeah. But, yeah, I'm with you on Hayden Hurst. Uh, what was your stat line prediction? Uh, 90 yards and a reception touchdown. Yeah, I'm there. All right. Number two, Daryl Henderson versus the Bills. You should pick him up right now. Cam Akers is out, and Malcolm Brown uh, underperformed. And I think that the Bills do much better against sort of physical backs as opposed to kind of slippery backs because we have an issue with tackling, right? And when you're kind of slippery like Daryl Henderson's kind of game is, I think we're, he's going to cause a lot of problems. Uh, my stat line for him is 100-plus yards and a touchdown, maybe two. But, yeah, I think that that's definitely a good start. You, you're a little surprised? No, not at all. That I'm, that I'm talking about Henderson versus the Bills? Well, I should be. That you're talking – that I'm saying it. Yeah, I'm a little surprised. Okay. Yeah. I think he's good, though. I think anyone in their yeah. right mind should pick yeah, him up. I, yeah, definitely. But – you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. All right. All right. Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead. Cam Newton. <laughs> Honestly, though. No. No, no, no. Cam no. Newton loves Rex Burkhead out of the backfield, dude. How's and he been doing? I actually haven't. He's actually not that bad, man. And this week against the Raiders, come on. I mean, I'm going to say like 100 Raiders. total yards. Yeah, actually, Kamara just went off against the Raiders. Absolutely insane. Yeah, he just he's still going to win the game, but he ripped through them. Right. They're... Uh, they're not a great defense, and Rex Burkhead isn't the best runner, but he's a great catcher of the backfield. All right, so 100 total yards and a receiving touchdown, I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, that's kind of ridiculous in my opinion. Why? Because it's Rex Burkhead. 100, yeah, this might be the Rex Burkhead game. He might do this once every year, and that's what keeps him on the Patriots kind of. He's always on the bubble, but then he has that one game where he kind of solidifies his spot every year. But I don't think it's going to be here at Allegiant Stadium. I think it's at Allegiant Stadium. So, yeah, Raiders have just been performing in the Death Star so far. That's a first. That's a great first win. Yeah, um, actually, though. They I look mean, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was talking about them earlier, but, yeah, not with you on Rex. Okay. All right. That. 
All right. I mean, he was kind of your sleeper anyways. Yeah. But my sleeper here, I have Drew Sample. I think Tom is going to be pretty agreeing with me on this. CJ Azuma is out for, I don't know how long. I think he's out for the year. I think he tore his Achilles. Uh, Joe Burrow just showed how much he loves those big targets. He loved Thaddeus Moss in college. And now he was targeting CJ Azuma, who caught uh, Joe Burrow's first touchdown pass. He got injured. And then Drew Stample stepped in, and he started performing very well in the second half. If you're struggling at tight ends, if you don't have a Hayden Hurst type, then Drew Sample is definitely a good streaming option at tight end. Uh, and also, they're playing the Eagles. I agree with you. I yeah. think he's a good tight end, though. I don't think he's like a... I think I've never heard of him. I think that Drew Sample... <laughs> Joe Burrow likes to throw to him. Well, he, he was he's good for one half, hand. yeah. But like, have you ever heard of him before, like the NFL or like anything like no, that? No, no. Yeah, no. same here. Like, I don't know where he went to college, and I don't know anything about Drew Sample. He has great hands, though. The only reason why he's a good target is because of Joe Burrow. That's that's the thing. He's a good quarterback. You should stop underrating him. I'm not underrate. Well, I think PFF had like hit him as like the highest quarterback grade, uh, rookie quarterback grade. I'm there. I'd say. Uh, who else was a rookie quarterback? Uh, two. Oh my gosh! Wait, Justin Herbert is wasn't on that list. What? Well, Justin Herbert has been the best rookie quarterback this year so far. Period. No, no, no. Anyways, Not, dude, after the first week, you're just gonna like. Oh yeah, this. after 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 performing against the Chiefs like that, I'm a hundred percent on the Justin really Herbert good. train. I think he's really good. I think, I just think Joe Burrow is a lot. I think better. Justin Herbert is like. I think an even more developed Josh Allen. Maybe less developed. I don't know. If Joe Burrow was on How the Chargers, did he have I feel like he would play a lot better than Justin Herbert did. Yeah, maybe. But he has A.J. Green. A.J. Green is very good. I think you should have he him. He has no offensive line. He has uh, no, no time in the pocket. Right? No. You can't make a throw if you're just getting sacked every play. You know, the people are on him. He doesn't have more than three seconds of plow. I just posted. Throw on any play. I just posted a, uh, a little highlight of Joe Burrow against the Browns. On Instagram a couple days ago, I saw it on uh, like I think it was a recommended page or whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> it shows uh, Joe Burrow's spins work in college, but they don't work in the NFL. He shows him against like I think it was Auburn. He spun out of a tackle and stepped out of bounds, and then tried to do it against the Brown. And he got body slammed. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I think I have it saved. I'll show you after the podcast, dude. Okay. This is pretty good. Uh, that's all of my fantasy advice. you have anything else? No. All right. We'll come back to you with our week three game picks. All right. Tom has been kicked off of intros, so we're going to start right. out. Yep. You're done. All right. This, these are our week three game picks. We're going to start off with Tom's favorite team, Washington football team versus the Browns. Yep, yep. All right, we're going to go. Dwayne Haskins is going to have uh, 250 yards, which is like a milestone for him. That's, he's that's so bad. That's a really, really good stat line if he does that, for him at least. Terry McLaurin yeah. is going to have 100 yards, as I said before. And the Browns are going to have no answers for this electric Washington offense and this stable defense. And the final score will be 28-10 to 10 football team. Uh, I'm not there yet. Got it. I, I actually considered taking the football team this game. I considered it. I thought about it. From a pure football perspective, I am biased on this. But I got to take the Browns. We were just talking about it. Uh, Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward. 
Uh, I think Terry McLaurin is a very good receiver, but I think Denzel Ward is actually a kind of underrated corner. Yeah. Um, and then Baker has been playing out of his mind. His offensive line has really been helping him out. I think he ranks first in time to throw in the NFL. Not this week. Yeah, I think that the offensive line will be able to shut down Chase Young and the rest of them. <laughs> I don't think so, bud. So I think that this is going to be the game that Odell Beckham really comes back into like his true form. Like last, last Against week with such stud corners as Jimmy Moreland and Fabian Moreau. Are you kidding me? I know. I can't even imagine. Like I, That's kind of a hot take, actually, at this point, right? Yes. Yeah. They're uh, hot right now. They, they really are. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Browns. Uh, let me think of a score. Uh, it's it's going to be a big game for uh, Baker, I think. So let's go four touchdowns. Uh, Nick Chubb getting maybe one of them, maybe Kareem Hunt. So 28 to 10. Good Lord. Browns. It's the reverse of my call. Are you kidding? Oh, actually? Yeah. You think Dude. they're going to win 28 to 10? Yeah. I mean, you have the football team winning 28 to 10. It's not surprising, though, you know? Yeah, it's With really. The talent they have? It's really not surprising. Really not. Uh, anyways. Texans versus Steelers, a little voice crack. <laughs> Texans versus Steelers. I say the uh, Texans win this one. It's I got not, the Steelers. I don't understand why. I really should have had this. Really proven themselves. I really should have had this in my over underrated kind of section. Texans. Why are people still high on the Texans? What What's oh there? What's there? What What's there in David in Johnson, Bill O'Brien? No. It, by the way, uh, I heard this take that you should never make your coach your GM, and I think I agree with it because this is what's They have too much power. They, yeah. Bill O'Brien is the most powerful figure in the NFL. Uh, Bill Belichick. No, he, he does whatever no, no, he wants. No, no, Bill no. just does whatever he wants. Yeah, and the other Bill does whatever he wants too, hence trading. If anyone actually questioned his power whatsoever – the DeAndre Hopkins trade just would have never happened. It would have never even been considered. I that's just pure Bill O'Brien's doing. That's, I think in a couple of years we'll look back on this though and we'll say Bill O'Brien was a genius. <laughs> no, David Johnson uh, goes off for like a thousand yards this season or something like that. Yeah, I'm starting Deontay Johnson this week against the Texans defense who hasn't been playing that well. They have played the Ravens and the Chiefs. I think that the Steelers' offense has been lights out, really, so far. Lights out? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That that game against uh, their first week it was Monday Night Football. Who did they play? Juju and Deontay Johnson both kind of went off. Uh, Chase Claypool just caught a huge touchdown against the Broncos. I think that everything's kind of clicking for them. TJ Watt's been really good. He just won AFC Defensive Player of the Week. Their defense is definitely top five in the NFL. I don't think that the Texans can match up. I don't think Deshaun Watson can carry him that much. Okay, what do you got for the Bengals-Eagles game? Um, <laughs> I got the Eagles. Uh, I know. Why, dude? I know. I, I keep shooting myself in the foot. I, I like pain, that's why. <laughs> um, just, just on the pure sort of underdog story of... Carson Wentz being so bad, and I don't, I don't know. This is more of an emotional pick for me. I have no logical reason to choose them. I have Miles Sanders on my fantasy team, so that's contributing to it. So you're generating the NFC East hype again? No, it's not. This is you? It, I'm not generating you. hype. I'm not generating hype. Okay, this is against the Bengals. First of all, that that's one logical reason. The Bengals are trash tier defense. 
yeah, this is <laughs> this is kind of an emotional decision for me, but definitely uh, I'm going to take the Eagles. Miles Sanders is going to have himself a game. Okay, I'm taking the Bengals 35-17. to 17. I think Joe Burrow has himself a game. I think Joe Mixon bounces back. Joe Mixon bounces back. Yeesh. Against After, after that performance against the Browns. But the Eagles' defense is so bad. They really I mean, the are. offensive line, no, the, yeah. the Bengals is terrible. By the right? way, I think this game is going to be a shootout. I never said the score, so let's go with like... 42 to 31. Ooh, I'm saying like Eagles. 35 to 17 Bengals. Yeah, okay. Eagles can't put up points. That that it's I think I think for me it's either going to be what you said or it's going to be like a huge just shot for shot game for the Eagles. I don't think so cuz I don't think the Eagles can I don't put think up shots, I, I don't dude. think so either, but uh, <laughs> once again, emotional, you know. Okay. All right. 49ers versus Giants. Uh, the Giants take this one after all the injuries the uh, 49ers. Yeah, I'm with Danny you there. Dimes. I don't think that Mullins... I think it's Nick Mullins. I don't think that Nick Mullins is going to come in there and have an absolute insane game with Jordan Reed. I thought it was C.J. Beathard. No, I was wrong. Real quick, I was Colin wrong. Kaepernick. It's not... <laughs> Rest in peace, good sir. <laughs> C.J. Beathard is not their backup quarterback. It is Nick Mullins. Uh, I was wrong. So Nick Mullins and whatever they have left at receiver and Jarek McKinnon and Jordan Reed are not going to be able to generate enough offense to win this game. Uh, And Nick Bosa and Solomon Thomas are both injured. And Richard Sherman is still out. So there's really not much left. Uh, if Kyle Shanahan comes away with this game, I think that he that automatically puts him in running for coach of the year. Yeah, in my opinion, because so. <laughs> like, really, he's not working with much here. Giants, Danny Dimes, uh, Saquon Barkley is out. They signed Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman is going to go off against the a maimed 49ers defense. Yeah, it's going to be close. No, it's not going to be close for me. I think it's going to be close because the Giants aren't a good team at all. Like, even with the injuries, they're still on the level. But I think that Devontae Freeman is going to do well enough to really kind of put him over the top. And I think Danny... Oh, and Sterling Shepard is out too. Wow, this is just the injury bowl, isn't it? My gosh. Uh, yeah, Darius Slayton and Devontae Darius Freeman. better, in my opinion. Oh, and Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram is going to be really good. He's good, but Darius Slayton is better than Shepard as of right now. Yeah, uh, I'm there. Uh, so, yeah, I think we agree. Giants, uh, what, what's your score? 21 to 20. No, it's not going to be that close. I think it's going to be like 24 to... Um, let's give the 49 three points. Really, I don't see them... Even at, with the Giants being so bad, I don't see them putting up more than... I don't see them getting a touchdown. Yeah. All right. We spent way too much time on that game. Raiders versus Patriots. This is a game that I think deserves a lot of time. 20 to 17 Raiders. Derek Carr's a dog, dude. Derek Carr is a dog, and I really wish that I could say that, but... Uh, Cam Newton's rushing has been really good. He put up so many points against the Seahawks, who haven't been all that great. Is actually, you know what? What what stadium is it in? I think it's in Allegiant, right? I think it's yeah. in the new stadium. Might have an audible here. I can't bring myself to do it. Okay, I got the Patriots winning. This game's kind of almost a toss-up for me at this point. I said the Raiders were really good, and I think that the Patriots have been pretty good. Uh, I don't think that they've been as good as they're hyped up to be, 
but I think that they're definitely top 10 in the NFL right now. Like, I think I have them at number 10, probably, really. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah, and Cam Newton has been playing pretty well. It looks like he can't really throw that well. It kinda, ah. I think that, no, 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 like, like, yeah, he's been throwing, like, well. He's been having good stats. I mean, the actual motion of him throwing. Did you see him, like, against the Seahawks? Yeah. In in my opinion, at least, it kind of looked like he was struggling to really drive that ball. It kinda, he was throwing darts, though. I think he changed his throwing motion over the offseason. He probably it did. It a little stranger than it did, like, But I think ago, that but... he can't get it as far as he used to. And I don't think he has as much power behind it as he used to. Because he used to have a massive arm. But that shoulder rehab probably... I think it's killed him. But I think he's a smart quarterback. And I think that he still has the rushing ability. So I think that it's going to be a really... This is going to be a really fun game to watch. As much as I hate to say it, I get the Patriots winning. I think it's going to be a close one. Let's call it 31-30. to 30. All right. One-point deficit, which I can't even believe I'm calling. Uh, Titans versus Vikings. I got the Vikings winning this one. Same here. I think Kirk's going to bounce back. I don't think that the Titans are all that good. He's going to be I never thought they week, were that good. Though. No. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be a lead. I think he's going to do just good enough. That's what Kirk win. does, though. You know, 11 off week, and then he's just like, oh, my God, he's the best quarterback in the league. You know, the next <laughs> I week, he's just like, what the hell? Like, I know. It's 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 really a roller coaster with him. Um, I'd say 35 to 20 Vikings. 35 to 20 Vikings. I'll agree with you on that score. Dalvin Cook game, definitely. I just traded. Oh, I forgot to mention this in the fantasy section. You can DM me on Instagram about this, but I just traded with someone. I traded Michael Thomas and Antonio Gibson for Dalvin Cook and Cooper Cup. I I think I definitely won that trade. If you all have any disagreements with me, DM us at on Instagram at TPP Sports. All right, what do you got for the Panthers Chargers game? Chargers all the way. Justin Herbert. Yeah, wow. No Wowzers. Uh, yeah, Joshua Kelly, underrated. He's been getting a lot of red zone touches. Austin Eckler has been playing really good. Uh, everything's kind of clicking for this offense, especially when Justin Herbert came in. Uh, poor Tyrod Taylor. I love Tyrod, really. Like, he was so – he got the Bills – he broke the drought for the Bills, and it just breaks my heart to see that he's just probably never going to start an NFL game ever again. I like Tyrod, too. Yeah. Just, I like Justin Herbert a lot more. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm with you there. Uh, yeah – Panthers, not a good defense. Justin Herbert, very good quarterback. Panthers, okay offense. Chargers, uh, pretty good defense, but they're missing their uh, safety. What's his name? Derwin James? No, no, no. Wait, is it Derwin James? I think it is Derwin James. Yeah. Derwin James. Yeah, Chargers all the way. It's not even going to be close, really, for me. Okay. Packers Saints. Packers Saints. Oh, we never set a score for the Chargers game. 17-13 17-13 Chargers. 17-13 Chargers. Okay, I'll go 35-13 to 13 Chargers. Um, Packers Saints. What do you got? Packers all the way. Yeah, same here. Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones are on a tear. They, they are proving everyone wrong. They drafted A.J. Dillon. Aaron Jones is saying, let's go. I'm going to absolutely wreck everyone. They draft Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers says... I'm all in. Devontae Adams, number one receiver in the league probably right now. Maybe behind Stefan Diggs. No. I, I don't know. That's that's a hot take probably, but Stefan Diggs right now? 
best receiver in the league. Devontae Adams is definitely second. My co-host here was not high on Devontae Adams. Uh, not really. But, but I think Aaron Rodgers is playing mad, dude. He is. He's playing angry. I don't think... I don't think I. This is a fun Aaron Rodgers to watch, really. I kind of chill. He's done with that Danica Patrick chick. Oh, she is life. Yes. Wow. Uh, and the Saints just lost to the Raiders. They're missing Michael Thomas. Drew Brees isn't looking good. Their defense is pretty good, uh, but not enough to hold up an angry Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Chiefs versus yeah. Ravens. What do you got? I think we should save this one for a little later. Let's okay. go through our bad games first. Just all real right, quick. All right, all right. We'll save that one. Jets, Colts. Jets, Colts, Colts. Colts all the way, 10-3. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. Bears, uh, actually, no, 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 no. No. A higher score, 21-3 to three. Okay. Uh, Colts. All right. Bears, Falcons. Bears, Falcons. Uh, got the Falcons. High-octane offense absolutely beating up on a uh, Bears defense. And, yeah, it's it's – I think this is going to be kind of a crappy game, honestly. I don't know. Mitch Trubisky is not going to do well. No. Are you kidding? Yeah. He's elite, dude. Come on. What's man. what? What do you have? Just come on. Twenty to thirteen, Bears win. Okay. Um, Bears defense holds. The, the only offensive touchdown that the Falcons will score will be Hayden Hurst. <laughs> Which is crazy. Lot. Calvin Ridley's been on a tear. Julio Jones They're is gonna insane. They're going to lock him down. Man. Russell Gage has been really good. Hayden Hurst is, is the really hottest quarterback in the league right now. No, he's not. Hotter than Aaron Rodgers. Hotter than Josh Allen. No. Hotter than Kirk Cousins, no. man. No, no. He he hasn't been good. They'll win this game. They will win this game. They've Mark stumbled Rodgers. into 2-0. They haven't They haven't. And they will it. stumble into 3-0. 20-13. So. Um... Let's see. Let's go through a few more. Cowboys-Seahawks. I don't think this is going to be close. Seahawks-Russell is going to cook, and the Cowboys' defense is bad. Dak Prescott is overrated. Then that's all I have to say. Yeah, same here. All right. Bucks versus Broncos. I got the Bucks. Ever since Drew Locke went down, I don't think that team has enough. Same here. I got the Bucks winning 27-20. As much as I... Pains me. I don't think Tom Brady's going to have a necessarily good game. I think it's going to be low scoring. I think Grock might break out this game. No, I don't He's think due so. for something, you know. I think that the Broncos' defense is kind of half decent enough to shut down the geriatric Bronk or Gronk. I got ten to three. Okay. Uh, what do you got for the uh... Lions versus Cardinals? Yeah, sure. Got the Cardinals. Kyler Murray is playing top five quarterback right now. DeAndre Hopkins, absolutely insane. Lions don't have much. Poor Lions. They got Stafford. Poor Stafford. Poor Stafford. Poor Lions. Poor poor Detroit. I mean, jeez. I. <laughs> anyways, I don't. I don't. This is too depressing to talk about. Thirty-five twenty-eight Cardinals win. Thirty-five twenty-eight Cardinals win. I think that's everything. I think we have two more games that we want to talk about, right? Yeah. All right. Chiefs versus Ravens. This is gonna be close. I think yeah. it's going to be kind of close. But I don't think it's... People are going to think it's going to like be a, a shootout, right? I think... I don't think so. I, don't I think, think the these defenses th- are going to step up. I think the Ravens' defense is pretty good, but I think that certain quarterback, whereas the number 15 speaks like Kermit the Frog, is good enough to overcome that. Anyways, continue. I don't know, man. Continue. It's going to be close. Yeah. I don't really know about the score on this one because I'm so like even on both of these I know. Teams, it's, I, they're both like even. I don't think we can say a score in good confidence, really. This is really. the best game of the year so far. It might 
turn out to be the best game of the year. It might. Uh, it might, yeah. Because I think both of these teams are going to the playoffs, and they're both going to win their division. Yeah, so, probably. Yeah. You know, this is a good matchup. Two great quarterbacks. Yep. MVP caliber quarterbacks. Yep. I mean, uh, Previous MVP quarterbacks. Well, let's get it out on the table. I got the Chiefs. I got the Ravens. Okay. So I'll start, and then you could say what you want to say and counter whatever. Okay. First off, Chiefs beat the Ravens last year. True. Second off, Patrick Mahomes is clutch, and I don't think Lamar Jackson is. You just I know you have something to say about that. Uh, third of all, Chiefs have the best kicker in the league right now, so if the score is really close, I think that Harrison Butker is going to kick him in. And um, wait, 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 wait. Harrison Butker is better than Justin Tucker? Yeah. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> maybe not. But, okay, so maybe not. Uh, but I think that these both are very are two very good kickers. So if it comes down to one of them kicking the field goal, then it's kind of game for me, really. They, they both have ice in their veins, and they're both really good. Uh, Butker just came off of really winning that game for the Chiefs. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes clutched up in the Super Bowl. He's going to clutch up against the Ravens. What do you have to say? How do you think that the Chiefs' defense is going to stop Lamar? Um, they can. He's just too like shady. Man. I don't think so. I I don't think that they're going to stop him. I and the, the Ravens' defense is so freaking good. So that's why I think it's going to really be a shootout. I don't think he, I think you said that it wasn't going to be one, but I think that. But the Ravens' defense is so good. Yeah, but Patrick Mahomes is so good. I know, but I think he's so good. Down. No, he's so good. He's. He wasn't good last... I mean, he was good last week, I He guess. was okay. He wasn't that great. Yeah. But, but they're coming off like a... a an abysmal win. win. Yeah. Kind of to like... The, the so I think that's kind of like a, a... Kind of a poke for them. You know? Hey, look at what you did. You Listen, you're the hunted now. Okay? And I think that they really want this one. Because if they lose to the Ravens, then I think that at that point, Kansas City is going off the rails, maybe. Really. Honestly, I don't think that they can really keep it together. I mean, they they they're two and zero so far, but I think that they're gonna kind of crumble a little. I think that they're gonna make the playoffs, but I think that if they go against the Ravens in the playoffs after losing to them in the regular season, I think it's that's a tough that's a really tough game for them at that point. Well, I don't think they're they're gonna lose momentum even if they lose to the Ravens because you have to remember that these are the two best teams in the league right now. Right. That's true. So if one of them loses to the other team, I don't think they're. I think they'll take that in stride. Right. And I don't. I don't think that the Chiefs can though. After a Super Bowl like that, I don't think so. I mean, they always get hot towards like the end of the season. That's true. Right. That and that's kind of what they, they did last the playoffs, year. Just like Mahomes, smoking. Yeah, Mahomes wasn't really all that good last season. Really wasn't like where he was at the season before. But he is. He's worth the. I think he's not worth five hundred million in my opinion. But I think that he's definitely an insanely clutch, insanely good quarterback. And I think that Lamar is too, if I'm being real. I don't think that he's that good of a passer. But no one's kind of figured them out so far. Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator for the Ravens, he deserves a head coaching job. He has been writing up plays, and no one's kind of figured out the Ravens so far. But... Yeah, the Chiefs' defense isn't that great, but I still have the Chiefs winning because Patrick Mahomes. That's the only reason why. That's the thing that puts me over the edge, really. The only reason I have the Ravens winning is because of their defense. Their defense? Really? Yeah. Not Lamar? I mean, Lamar's great, 
and he'll run through. But if the Chiefs can put up points, I think they can put up more points than the Ravens can. Right? But I don't think they'll be able to put up points because the defense is so good. And that's what's going to stop them from winning the game. Nah. Yeah, I think that Mahomes is good enough to overcome that. And I think, yeah, it's going to be a shootout, 100%. Really, I think it comes down to who gets the ball last when they're behind, in my opinion. All right. So we don't have a score, but uh, we'll see what happens. Honestly, I don't think that we have any sort of arguments with each other about this because this game is just so good and it's just going to be so fun to watch. And we really don't care about who wins. I'm more of a Chiefs fan because... Well, long story short, uh, there's a guy I know on the Chiefs. I like the Ravens because of Ray Rice. He was my favorite player. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. He's turned out to be a bad guy. But I used Did to you like actually him. like him? I liked him. Back I had his jersey. I didn't think he was that great. I still have his jersey. Uh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> Where? I never it's saw somewhere it. in my house. It's somewhere under my bed or something like that. I bet you could sell it. I bet you can get a signature from him. Write to him and say, hey. Can I get a signature on the jersey? I don't right? know what you're doing right now. I don't know where your girlfriend is. You, fun fact about Ray Rice. He married the girl that he was beating. They're married. Huh. <laughs> and I, I guess he's turned a new leaf. Sure. Oh, I don't know. He, he sure. Actually, like, I kind of took a little bit of a deep dive into Ray Rice, but this is completely off topic. But he... Apparently, like, he's been trying to play in the NFL. Like, he's like the unknown Colin Kaepernick. He's been trying to get tryouts and trying to get on an NFL team. He's kind of getting old now, so I, I, don't, I think that that's, that's over probably. But, that, yeah, poor guy. Give him a second chance, man. I mean, not at this point, really. I, it's too, he's too old. And the football team will take him. <laughs> I, they probably would, honestly. We got one more game to talk about. Bills versus Rams. This isn't even close in my mind, dude. Bills take this. This is easy for me, man. Bills take this. We're going to have a lot of disputes about this. The Bills. Okay. You can start because I started about the Chiefs and Ravens. The Rams take this. Yeah. No question. Okay? Tyler Higby has two touchdowns. He's a great tight end. Robert Woods. They're not going to have a... Okay, so they run that end around a lot with Robert Woods, right? And a lot of teams can't stop that. If you don't have your linebackers in, your quick linebackers to catch him, there's no way you're stopping that. They're just going to tear through you. And that guy Henderson, that's iffy, man. I don't think you – do you have enough faith in your defense for them to stop that that whole attack? And then you add Cooper Cup on top of that. And Jared Goff is pretty hot right now. I'd say they win this game. All right. So I have a few thoughts. I was, I've been listening. There's a podcast I listen to. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, Locked on Bills. This guy, Joe Marino. He works for this big company called the Draft Network. He's, he's really good at what he does. And he's been previewing the games. He talked about the Rams. And he talked about... And he actually talked to the, to the Rams Locked On podcast host. And so they had a conversation. He does this every week. Highly recommend Locked On podcasts for whatever team you like. Uh, not sponsored but basically what I heard was Jared Goff doesn't like to throw the deep ball which is very good for the Bills the Bills have problems with speedy receivers so that's why I think that the Chiefs are probably going to take that off the Bills when they play him Um, we'll see if the defense has improved since then but really right now I'm not too confident with them but I think they're good enough to stop this offense I think they are and 
I have so Tremaine Edmonds has been kind of injured all week. He hasn't practiced, I don't think, so he might not be in the game. But I think Matt Milano is good to go. I think he's been fully practicing. I think Tremaine Edmonds has been practicing non-contact, so it's a limited. But I think that he'll be in. And if those two are in, I definitely have the Bills winning. And I think even if one of them are in, I have the Bills winning. They'll be good enough to stop the run. They're fast enough to stop the Robert Woods end arounds. And I think that the wide receivers on the Rams aren't all that good. I don't think Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are all that good. They kind of, they're okay route runners, but Jared Goff kind of does dump off passes. And I think the Bills kind of are going to be able to stop them and they're going to hold them. They're, they're very good at holding people on third down. And I think that they're going to be able to do that. I don't think that Jared Goff is all that great. I think he's average. And I think that Josh Allen is going to go off this game again. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. I think that, yeah, you can kind of contain Aaron Donald. That's all you can really do with him. He's going to have his plays. Jalen Ramsey, he's going to be on an island with Stephon Diggs. You you could play this whole entire game and not throw a single pass to Stephon Diggs, and I wouldn't mind. Just go for Cole Beasley and John Brown. I think that if Josh Allen tries to sort of, he gets a little cocky and he starts throwing to Stefan because he thinks he can fit it in there. And maybe Stefan is not able to make an adjustment to make a catch and Jalen Ramsey gets an interception. I think it goes off the rails at that point. But the maturation of Josh Allen totally has convinced me that they're going to win this game 100%. It's going to be one on the arm of Josh Allen, in my opinion. I don't think so. I think Josh Allen will be sacked by Aaron Donald at least three times. Just by Aaron Donald. Just by Aaron Donald. Yeah. Wow. And I think that's going to get to his head. Because he hasn't been sacked that much so far. Real quick, let me just say, Josh Allen likes plays where he gets hit. Yes, but he doesn't like to get hit in the backfield. He likes to no, run no, 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 he do- no, no, no. He likes to... Here's, yes. Okay, he likes to throw the ball and then get hit, but he wouldn't like to take a sack. That that's gonna ruin his confidence. For I think, any quarterback. I think that he is an incredible bounce back quarterback, in my opinion. Because okay, so here's what happens. Let me let me just talk about the Dolphins game real quick. I, this is getting kind of long, and I know probably none of you care about the Bills that much, but. Wow, one hour and ten minutes. Goodness gracious, this is a long podcast, but it's good. It's this is all very good content. Josh Allen. So there was a delay in the Miami Dolphins game. They sucked through the third quarter, and then he came out after the Dolphins had the lead, and he took it back with a vengeance. He is a good bounce back quarterback. So even if Aaron Donald's able to get to him, I think. Wait, that who was that against again? Dolphins. Who's that? Dolphins. Who have? Who are they playing this week? Who have better corners than the Rams? The Rams. Not a better defensive line, though. Not a better offense. Maybe a better defensive line. Who else is on the Rams' defensive line besides Aaron Donald? Maybe Aaron Donald elevates them above the Dolphins, but I think that the Dolphins okay, have He takes away depth. all the attention, right? It doesn't matter who else is on that defensive line. But right? I think that I think that our offensive line has been playing really good, and that's that's why I have the Bills winning. All right, and I have the Rams. All right. We disagree on that one. We disagree. We'll see on Sunday night who was right about that. You got anything else to say? No, sir. All right, that's going to do it for us and our week three NFL preview. We'll talk to you Sunday night, see what we got right or wrong.